Um, there was a Florida defense lawyer who was defending um, someone who is being accused of setting a car on fire. Right. And the defense lawyer was trying to make the argument that the car spontaneously caught fire, as as it does. And during this, his trousers caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's, it's a pretty weak defense anyway, that, like, well, it might not have been satellite, it might have spontaneously combusted. Yeah. Like, cars spontaneously combust, just like anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he ran out of the courtroom. Came back in with only one pocket. Apparently. <laughs> Did his phone blow up or something? He's, he's blamed it on an e-cigarette. <laughs> no, it could have been wild coincidence. Yeah. Because that's pretty coincidence. Really well-timed. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, it could be a stunt. He said it wasn't a stunt. Yeah. But, <laughs> like... There's definitely some suspicion there. But at least the jurors later convicted the the accused of second-degree arson. So, <laughs> That's a great job. Steve Milligan, stunt lawyer. <laughs> Dives out of the court. He's trying to defend someone of arson through arson. <laughs> There's already someone next stood sat next to him accused of setting things on fire and he thinks he'll help him get off by being set on fire. <laughs> running around the corner like defense rest defense rest <laughs> uh your honor <laughs> your honor i like to summon a bucket of water to the stand quickly <laughs> please please please, please. <laughs> summon a medic to the stand yeah <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the gusto of cuz it's always got like pants on fire liar yeah. liar all these all, all these different connotations <laughs> um Donald Trump has started a, re- a war with Snoop Dogg. I don't know if you... Oh, uh, yeah, I read about I this thought today. it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where um, apparently in Snoop Dogg's latest video, Lavender, I think it's called, mm. he there's like a very... There's like a insane clown posse clown mm. of Donald Trump yeah. um, doing something. And Snoop Dogg points a 1950s prop gun at him. Yeah. Pulls the trigger and out comes a little flag that yeah, says bang. Like it literally just says bang. Yeah. <laughs> just like like 1950s comedy yeah. Bugs Bunny style. And Trump didn't take it very well. No. <laughs> like, I think... <laughs> yeah. can, can you imagine what the outcry would be if Snoop Dogg, failing career and all, <laughs> slipped that in. Yeah. <laughs> Had Snoop aimed Dogg. and fired the gun at President Obama. Jail time. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, happy millionaire. Like, <laughs> failing. Like, failing career and all. It's yeah. just like, it's, why, are you, why are you having to backstab all? Like, <laughs> subtle passive-aggressive lines. He's just been watching the Real Housewives of yeah. Holy Fuck. <laughs> just like, well, you, you, you know her teeth are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> all right? <laughs> yeah. I, re- I checked it on a couple of different sites. There's some, like, so, some sites were like, yeah, that's bullshit. 
And then uh, I read it on uh, Daily Wire as well, which I think is Ben Shapiro's site. Mm. Um, and even he said, like, yeah, no one was ever going to go to jail for that. Like, that's that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it didn't matter who it was for. No, and he wasn't, like, in support of Snoop Dogg, and he doesn't necessarily think it's a good thing or whatever, but it's like, yeah, that's a really stupid <laughs> something thing to say. Bugs Bunny would do. Yeah, like... and, like, he was so... Like, Trump was so pissed at it, he tweeted it on his own account and on the official president of the United States account. <laughs> Just, Which is the first just... time he's done something like that. Like it's the first time he's he's, he's cross tweeted on both accounts, and it, it it was something to do with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I want to retweet myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like when I first read, it, I thought it was like you know he shot and killed Donald Trump in a music video, which still wouldn't be that bad. It's a no. fucking music video. It classes it's classed as satire. <laughs> What, is it not? It's, it's, I'm not even sure. It's, it's classed as like just poetry. Like if there's a poem about yeah. Donald Trump getting killed, <laughs> uh, you know, who cares? It's a fucking poem. Yeah. <laughs> Did he kill anyone? No. So don't send him to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you're innocent until Trump says, you know. Like, it's not even manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a real gun. No. He didn't even say bang. It wasn't he even Donald Trump. <laughs> But it's Donald Trump. He's going to overreact to a few different things. Yeah, it's going to do, again do great publicity for Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Bad publicity for Donald Trump. But then um, also the, the I, I read the comment section in that, and the right were going mental after that because they were like, "Oh, Snoop, he 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 bragged about smoking weed in the White House or like on the White House grounds when he visited Obama in his last yeah presidential run." It was like, yeah doesn't really matter does it <laughs> just stop deflecting your guy was a fucking idiot like politicians do a lot of drugs like, yeah. there's so much drugs in the world that people just turn a blind eye to people yeah. were turning a blind eye to pedophilia 20 years ago yeah like drugs have been around for a very long time there have been wars <laughs> over drugs everyone in the position everyone who's got access to money and drugs mm. has un unless they're a small small minority yeah. has done lots of drugs yeah like high pressure stressful situational jobs like politics or whatever the white house yeah. is like oh, yeah you're the fucking the, drugs. The, 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 was it the last prime minister of canada or something was a crack addict <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. You've just got a warped view of the world. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Sad. I uh, messaged you this week with uh, my attempt to give back to the community. Um, mm. There's there's a there's an artiste um, that I followed for about a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Who does sketch comedy. Um and can you call it comedy if it's not funny it's meant to, it's intended to be sketch comedy so it's like so in the same like same way it's like it's attempted murder it's attempted comedy. yeah yeah, yeah. well it's like i don't like he's, he's he, the thing is he's done a lot more than i have and that's that's my whole that's yeah. my whole motivation with watching like um amateur comedy is because I want to motivate myself to do more. It's, like, oh, it's really easy to criticize it, but if you haven't done it, then exactly. And, yeah. and, and so, so like, I don't call him out by name or anything. Or it's just, it's, <laughs> I just thought I'd, I'd give back to like maybe he's just new at writing or, or, video, or filming. And again, I've done nothing 
so he's more qualified than I am. Yeah. But he did a video, and he's done he's done a load of videos, and uh, well, I I I basically sum it up in in a comment. You you shared it to a comedy stand up comic uh, Facebook group that's like the national Facebook group for comedy, so they get loads of random like people looking right. for spots and. Um, BBC looking for que- people to answer questionnaires and loads. Of- so it's like a, it's the closest thing to like a community online for stand-up mm. comics. Um, and it was a video that was basically um, a, a woman in bed and a bloke um, cooking breakfast. And it ran for about, I think it was like two minutes. And it was all about him making a cooked breakfast and bringing the breakfast up to the woman in bed. Mm. And the basic premise is, you know, oh, you know, isn't this a really nice cooked breakfast? Mm. Like, I've, what what breakfast wouldn't be complete without sausages? Yeah. I've also done eggs, and I've done bacon. I've even mm. done toast. It's ba- basically that. Yeah. And spoilers. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm when I'm watching it, and I've watched a few of his videos, you, you kind of thought like, oh, he's just going to be like, I made this for me, and that's yeah. going to be the joke. Yeah. Uh, he actually improved on it. it like, I was actually like, oh, that, he didn't do the punchline I thought he was going to do. Yeah. He just said, and so this is how I want my breakfast done from now on. You got it? Yeah. And it was like, okay, it's like a different take on the on the joke. It's a bit yeah. more un- unpredictable, but yeah, okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So there's a few comments. And because a few people commented and he seemed to be energetic with the replies, I thought I'd help out. I, I thought I'd mention something. Hmm. So first comment is, no offense intended, but I think it would be funnier if he just started eating it himself. And the creator said, well, everyone's entitled to their opinion. No offense taken, as long as it's productive. Hmm. Okay, so like, I saw that as, a, a, I wasn't a big fan of that comment, and he's kind yeah. of accepted it and been like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. The next comment is, well, I wanted the camera to show what was on the plate and see like a face or just some shit food. But um, whatever, the joke was funny. Um, how much was the camera that you used? Like, what's yeah, the price yeah, yeah. of the camera? So it's like, again, like, okay, whatever. He tells him how much the camera was. That's a, a pr- pretty constructive comment, I think, which was, I've seen a lot of your videos over the past year and always felt that the premise was good, but the delivery was either too long or too predictable. And this is definitely a step in the right direction. It's shorter delivery and it's not the punch done I was expecting. I was expecting him to eat it. Mm. Only suggestion I'd say is to speed it up. It's running at around a minute 10. Um, that's for the whole joke. There's loads of like pre and afterwards. It's, yeah. it's like a two minute video. I reckon it would work great as a 30 second sketch with a bit of tweaking about how mm. you would do it. I then clarified it by saying, I am a nobody. Like I haven't done anything. I just want to start my own similar sketch based YouTube show. So I like to watch what people are doing. So you're basically saying, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm mm. just, this is just my comment. Yeah. And he said, uh, well, three different people, three different opinions. The struggles of a filmmaker. It's like, you're a tool. (laughs) 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 You don't have to adopt what you have to accept my criticisms or anything like that. But to feel smug that you got three comments, all of which were saying it needs improvement. Um, <laughs> I'm being like I've you know well these are the struggles yeah. I think the struggle is to get more than three people yeah. <laughs> responding to your video yeah <laughs> I think if you've made like um, it, like he's done a lot he's of done them. so many videos. he's done loads if you've made as many videos as you yeah. have and you've gotten this little a response <laughs> like you would have thought if it was good it would have caught on by now right 
Well, it's just this is the thing. I've watched loads of people who I would deem as, as I don't like comedy wise, um, but they're doing like sketches and stuff that I'd be like, oh, I don't really like that. And you know, I've been like, I I don't know how I would improve. <laughs> yeah, uh, loads of stuff like that. But this guy's like premises is almost like the first draft of a sketch. Where it's like if if you, if you you'd be you like, right, this is the premise. A bit longer. Like this is the premise because it's like a three minute video. Most of his sketches like two three minutes with mm. one joke. Yeah, and it's just like you know what the joke is as soon as it started. Yeah, and you're just waiting for the joke to happen. Yeah, and you're just like, all right, come on, mate. Like we know where this is going. Can you please just yeah, please just carry on. Let's just get there. Um, yeah, so the, the, the frustrating thing is that if um, I was in his position, I think that I'd be able to make a much better um, product with yeah. that premise. Yeah. So, we, I mean, Steve and I have joked about just remaking his entire library, <laughs> but like <laughs> with our own touch. It would touch. be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like he's done like, uh, like I could, there's at least like 10 sketches where you've watched him and been like, oh, well, I would have done this there, this there, and this there. Because his premises this, aren't terrible. Yeah, it's, it's like just... a genuine, like, all right premise. Yeah. Um, but it's just done, either delivered really badly, delivered really slowly, and it's mm. just like, oh, this this, a, this needs a lot of tightening up. It's just normally got no concept of pacing to it. Yeah, or it's just the focus is on the wrong thing. Like, the intro song is the prominent thing where every all the editing is around the intro song. Mm. Where it's like, oh, well, the intro song's a minute long. So we need to set up the scene with a minute of frame framing footage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, we get it. You're in a park. Yeah. Like, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was me trying to give back to the community. Um I have a bit more that's uh, attacking his character, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You're bigger than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just do it to you in private. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one that you sent me of um, Britannix was fucking brilliant. I, 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 I've seen Which a lot one? of their stuff, but I hadn't actually seen that one. Which one was the, it? Um, the restaurant reviewer <laughs> sketch. It's fucking astonishing. No, right, right. So, right, right. Let's, let's, go, let's go into it, right? So this guy, I'm not going to say, and even if you Googled it, you wouldn't be able to find it out. So one of the premises was... Um, he was in a park and a woman has hired a hitman and the hitman comes, meets her in the park and like yeah. confirms details. And um, like, just, you know, you sure? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And as he's walking away, he turns around, does a bit of a Columbo and says, oh, you know, just in case we are offering a two for one at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, if you've got anyone else you want, I can do it, you know, on the, on, on for free. Yeah. Um, if not, here's my business card. You know, you know, we're doing a survey at the moment. If you could leave some feedback, that'd be great. So that was the three, and it took three minutes to get to that yeah. point, or two minutes to get to that point. And you go, that's an all right, it's an all right premise of a hitman who's looking to get customer reviews yeah. and trying to make a sale. You know, yeah. but it's like it was done too much on I'm going to be a cool hitman, and you know, oh, you know, I look like a hitman, so I'm going to mm. maybe it was for an acting show reel or something. I don't yeah. know. So. From that, I would go. Well, there's so much else you could do with that. Like, you could have a clipboard with a survey on it. He could have. You could be a bit more desperate to make a sale. Yeah. Instead of just like the joke is, he's offering two for one. I think the bigger yeah. joke would be he really needs this sale. Yeah. So like he's trying to be like, you know, we've got Yelp reviews, we've got this. Trying. Yeah. That's just my take on on the joke. <clears throat> so we watch yeah, um, like a referral program. And... Yeah, just any, any anything <laughs> yeah. stupid retail style yeah. tools that they use to try and get more customers or milk a sale a bit more. Yeah. Like, if you, do you want a warranty? You know, once he's dead, I don't know if you've seen some of these films, 
sometimes they come back i'll yeah. kill them again you know <laughs> just the stupid 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 yeah. things, the stupid things to add on to it and yeah britannic which is another um there's a sketch comedy duo um, who I don't think have done anything for about a year or two because they apparently are... they're on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, they're writers on Saturday Night Live. That's what now. their website says. I can't yeah. remember how recent uh, that was. I think that was as of last year. Maybe yeah, year but they're, they're really good. Yeah. Um, and the reason that they're really good is because their take on comedy premises is so unique. Mm. Like, um, uh, there's one where awkward first meetings with people where um, one of the guys like walks into him and says, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, actually, we've met before. Oh, really? So he gets oh, in his yeah, time yeah, machine yeah. to like correct that social faux pas. Yeah. And it just get he keeps on making these little mistakes. Yeah. So he keeps on going back in his time machine. And you go like, oh, the joke is, if you could perfect yeah. your first meeting. And then the, the whole joke of it is throughout, he's trying to, he's getting really frustrated with how confusing this guy is. Yeah. So like, he's a republic, he's a, left-wing person but he's pro-abortion he's like i didn't mm. see that coming and then and then he gets frustrated with himself because he's spending so much time on it today and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah so it was the initial premise was funny but how everything was occurring <coughs> and how he, the characters were reacting to the whole situation was mm. its own parallel punchline yeah get the more interesting things. yeah and he cuts to his bedroom and there's like a thousand versions of him that have been chloroformed like yeah. just lying around every time he goes back in time he has to catch the, the version of himself that was yeah. going to do this faux pas <laughs> so like yeah and then they're escaping and yeah it's, yeah layers is the word so this um um one that I sent you of a restaurant reviewer is literally like these two guys doing a restaurant review or a food review show yeah. where they go to restaurants and be like, hi, we, we're in downtown LA. We're at this and at the, the wonderful Mexican Maha restaurant. Yeah. And uh, as, as he pans out, like he's talking about the restaurant and there's a waitress next to him. He's like, Nick, it's like, Oh, Hey, that's our favorite waitress. Abby Smith. Like, yeah. I broke up with you. <laughs> like deal with it. I don't want to see you anymore. I've got a restraining. Order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to ruin the, I yeah. have. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, layers and layers and layers to the original premise being a restaurant review show actually turning mm. into him stalking his ex-girlfriend through a yeah. loophole in the, in the <laughs> in legal system. Yeah. <laughs> He's able to manage to get through it. And then, yeah, the whole reaction to everything. Yeah. So it's not enough to have a joke with one punchline mm. over a time period of like three minutes, in my opinion. It's like, yeah. no, you need to keep people engaged and entertained. Yeah. And it's not enough to say knock, knock, and then have two and a half minutes of black screen. And then, yeah after that go who's there <laughs> no it needs more layers and it needs more yeah. more to do with if you want to be if you want it to be classed as comedy you could probably take like five of his premises and roll it into one two minute sketch that was pr that was like pretty wall-to-wall -wall solid well, well they could all be 30 second sketches yeah that's the thing like if, if you just be yeah it's just why it's just they never really question why is it so long why have you got this massive lead up to it yeah. why is the song chosen it's just yeah. like the song he likes at the time. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he might not be looking to... You assume he's wanting to do this because, you know, everything about his YouTube channel... And he's done, like, mm. I'd say, like 100 videos. Yeah. You assume this is what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, but again, I can't complain. I haven't done anything. I just need to <laughs> do stuff and then I can be like, right, I did it. I did this. Yeah. You know. The, 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 the longer I go on, the less I agree with that argument, though, because, like, critics exist. 
and like we've got no problem with them having an opinion on films and and, and but when's the last time you listened to things. a critic mark commode he's a cupboard what commode's no. a cupboard <laughs> <laughs> who's mark commode mark mark commode is a, is like a very respected film critic who works for he, he works for the bbc like he used to do like uh film night the same kind of thing that jonathan ross does and he does their film review program on radio four and stuff like mm. if you if you look for like bbc film review the chances are that it's done by him and he's a very respected um film reviewer and everything and he tends to be very fair um but he's he's never made a film in his life no, but then you've, if you've got a, a library of good advice that you've get, like, 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 who do you take advice from? Mm. Like, you don't necessarily take advice from a stranger. You'd be like, well, um, I'm looking to cut my hair into a mohawk. Here's yeah. a hairdresser who's done a thousand mohawk cuts. Mm. You know, if you've got any tips, you wouldn't be like, oh, let's go ask this, you know, keyboardist. Yeah, you'd be like, well, he's got no experience in that. Whereas this guy's what? There's a diff- there, there is a certain value to having seen thousands of thousands of films or yeah. loads and loads of sketches or whatever mm. or loads written loads and loads of jokes but i do think that there is a lot of um a lot of value earned from trying to do one yourself mm. it's like there are people who love puns and there are like a lot of comedians who love puns yeah and i'm i'm not a fan of puns but i there is part of me that feels a certain amount of accomplishment to write a good pun Mm. Or a pun that I like, which is usually something stupidly different. Yeah. But it's technically, it's a pun. So it's like, you know, I can write a pun. There you go. Yeah. But the people who love it, and I think the people who love it are the people who um, try to craft them and have difficulty crying. Well, that's a really good pun. I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, I've, um, I, I listen to the, the Bugle every week. It's a podcast that used to, used to be with John Oliver, but then he went to do his... Um, thing in the yeah. states is talk show thing and it was just left with uh andy zaltzman who was his partner and his main th- like his 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 big thing like he'll do like two minutes of puns every week just one after another mm. after another after another of this um of, of, of the of, like all embellished around this one thing that was in the news and stuff yeah. and it's like just really well crafted and thrown together and it's like everyone around him in this in the studio is producing everyone is just like oh god please stop please stop <laughs> they're all terrible this is yeah. awful it's torture but like it's, it's just something it's just one of those things it's, it's wordplay it's just it's just just very good yeah. at it and um yeah there are the, 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 the some people that appeals to like i i can sit and listen to him doing that all day but because i see like a different side to it like it's mm. it's just very like that's really well written yeah like it's not necessarily i find that really funny but it's like really punny anyway yeah um <laughs> <laughs> just a moment of silence for our fallen brother in that yeah that, that, uh, that wasn't me thinking that was funny that was just like that's what the a lot of people do. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Because what's the reaction? The reaction is, you did that. <laughs> you said those words. And like, yeah. yeah. Funny sounds like punny, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not laughing. <laughs> I just acknowledge that you said those words. All right. Okay. Uh, um, where were we? Yeah. <laughs> um, critics and whether they have a value. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think that you, you can have a pun critic. But the only way you can have a pun critic is by trying to form a new pun. And Uh, similarly, like film critics, a lot of their criticisms will be suggestions for different things. 
be like, oh, I would have, I think it would have been better if this character had this story arc, or um, I thought that they were like um, they were trying to do this with the camera, and I didn't, I didn't feel like it had the desired effect. It seemed a bit too transparent for me, you know. Whatever, like their their criticisms, good criticism is offering another alternative. I think mm. and so. Like, yeah, they they are in a way trying to create something of their own, but. It's like the ending of Dexter. Like, crits, there's so many people who are really critical about how Dexter it. ended. I didn't watch the last series at all. Do you know? No. Um, it ends in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and so loads of people were like, I wouldn't have done it that way. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, it's so stupid what they did. And he, uh, he's like, well, well, how would you have done it? Oh, well, I would have done this. And you go, well, you can't do that yeah. because you, you know, he, he's he's a villain. You, know, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> there's certain laws about, you can't have someone who's going around serial killing people like go away and live happily ever after. Yeah, it's America. But people just take people take ownership of characters, and it's like that's. But it's it's not yours. Like this, this is well, the, you're black British, so it's definitely not yours. It's actually, an African American's <laughs> role. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the, it's the writer's character, and whether you liked it at any point in the series or disliked it or anything like that, yeah. it was always the writer's character. Like, it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. if you like it or dislike it that's fine it doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter but yeah if you're if you're offering an alternative you kind of go like eh, well could you think could you suggest a better way of dealing with the mm. final series of dexter yeah like, oh i would have done it this way okay well that's definitely up for discussion yeah but that doesn't invalidate what they decided to do in the end yeah what right. they decided to do in the end ticks quite a few boxes while it might not be the most satisfying yeah no if they the come out sense. and if they come out like uh, that guy did i can't remember his name um the 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 uh the the not funny guy um if they'd um if they come out and been like so what did you think then right, okay yeah. then yeah then we'll listen to your opinion and your opinion is is valid in that situation because you've been probed for it yeah 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 but like um what was his name jack yeah kenny but like if uh yeah, I guess if if he hasn't asked for your opinion or whatever, then he doesn't have to to take notice of it. No, no, yeah, and that's what that's what I mean is that it's not about that. Was just an example of me trying to give some constructive yeah feedback to something that I genuinely think would would improve it a lot, and then just being like, oh yeah, but he he's just doing this to probably mm. just get a few more views. Yeah, it wasn't video. <laughs> actually. You didn't want any kind of critique or anything you just wanted people to watch it yeah you just wanted to see it go from you know 100 views to 150 yeah or whatever yeah <clears throat> but yeah this need to uh craft more of my own content mm. and then uh yeah start pushing forward with it yeah yeah mm. how about you how are you for um I'm all right man i i went for um i went for a run yesterday about five o'clock for the first time in, I don't know, maybe a month because my ankle was fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out my ankle's still fucked and I've been absolutely knackered ever since. I just have not, mm. like, I, I slept, I, I got like seven hours sleep and then got up and gone to, like, just drifted through the whole day. I do not know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> but like, I got home and it's just like, I just can't do my tie. I was asleep before you got here. <laughs> you sleep when I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's just I I don't know I don't know. What but you think it's correlating to your ankle? I don't I don't know. I think maybe it's just like lack of activity recently. But I have still been doing like various things. I've been doing my I've 
did Muay Thai last week and it didn't bother me at all. Mm. I don't know. It was, it was fucking weird. I don't, I don't understand it. Anyway, um, uh, police were called to uh, to break up a fight on a train as uh, as rowdy passengers repeatedly placed bagels on other travellers' heads. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a bagel on my head. Yeah. Uh, officer, oh, go on then, call the police. You're not going to call the police. It's a fucking bagel. Yeah, but my, I don't know, my shampoo product, my mousse is being wasted. So technically, you're stealing from me. You're eating my mousse. <laughs> <laughs> bagel on a red. <laughs> uh, officers arrived at Potter's Bar Station in Hertfordshire just after one a.m. on Sunday after being alerted to passengers fighting and intimidating others. At 12.54, the uh, Great Northern service from King's Cross to Huntingdon was held for 18 minutes while the officers took statements. Um, a video on Twitter, which has been liked uh, more than 15,000 times, showed bagels on top of two passengers' heads, with female passengers placing them, the partial and whole bagels, bagels on the head of a man sitting in front of them. Um, the man is seen to take the chunk, bagel chunks off his head before throwing them out of the carriage window. Amid the ensuing cacophony, the group can be heard singing he's got a bagel on his head (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why and maybe this means i'm sexist but it did anger me more when i found out women were doing (laughs) just something more annoying because i'm assuming that the women are drunk probably so it's it's like five to one in the morning and they're putting bagels on people's heads i'm pretty sure they're drunk they might be drunk but like there's something about a drunk bloke doing it because he thinks it's funny to do it (laughs) and there's something about a group of drunk women doing it because they think other people are going to find it funny yeah i mean look if i was going to do it i would (laughs) break down criticism of how to make that funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put a bagel on your head you can't punch me i'm a woman Look, could you please just stop putting bagels on? <laughs> yeah. uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just have to call the police. <laughs> yeah. The footage then cuts to two officers boarding the train with one asking, has anyone seen anything? Anyone know who's involved? The train will not move until I find out. <laughs> yes. This is serious. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> Taking control of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've spoken with the train, and the train's not going to move until I say so. Yeah. Give me your bagels. <laughs> uh, the video shows brawls in the carriage and outside on the platform. It is not known if these were connected to the bagels. <laughs> Evil bagels. The, like, so there's, there's brawls outside the carriage and like just fucking everywhere, and the policeman's like, what about the bagels? <laughs> Somebody tell me what's happening with these bagels. I feel like there's a clue missing, and I feel like it was in the centre of the bagel. <laughs> Pun. <laughs> uh, I got in a fight on a... Well, I didn't... No, did I... Over a I bagel? <laughs> Not quite over a bagel. Over my alleged career. So, right. like, I can't remember. I think it was, like, New Year's Eve. I think you were there. But, yeah, we were on a train going into central London. <clears throat> and there was a group of guys on there who were like extremely drunk and one of them was vomiting on the train. Right. And I was going through my paparazzi phase where I would take my camera everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started taking yeah. pictures like, hey, guy vomiting on a train. <laughs> and like like a lawyer kind of guy decided to go, hey, how's it going? Why are you taking a picture of my friend vomiting on a train? 
I was like, oh, you know, I just thought it was funny, mate. I mean, <laughs> we're all pissed up. It's New Year's Eve. Woo. That was my whole argument. It was woo. And he was like, what? You know, you're not going to sell it to a newspaper or anything, are you? It's like, well, no. <laughs> Coincidentally, late that night, I did sell a whole bunch of photos to like a modeling agency. Yeah. <laughs> but um, not of me. We ended up on an, with an impromptu, topless, stripper, fire-breathing milk extravaganza. Like that you missed because you were sat in the next room. This wasn't New Year's Eve. This was this was your was it birthday. My 21st? It was your 21st. And I missed oh, it. Yeah. I missed it because we all went to the bar to get drinks. And you were like, oh, Steve, you can handle this. Like, yeah, 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 I'll handle it. And then I was left with like eight drinks and nobody <laughs> around me. So I just had to sit there just, with all the drinks. Really? I, I seem to remember me being much less guilty in that situation. I seem to remember you just couldn't find us. So you just sat on a sofa. <laughs> But I'm, I'm happy to accept it the one. Because, yeah, on one of the bars, the, yeah, the, there was women covering themselves in milk and breathing fire. Yeah. Uh, to metal music. And we were like, this is yeah. a great time. Where's Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Should we get him? No, I'm not leaving this. It's great. He'll, he'll eventually hear the fire and the milk. Yeah. So he'll eventually come find like, us. Yeah, you've, I think you found me afterwards. And, um, and I was just, like, really fucking miserable because I'd missed it all. <laughs> And then Jesse was just like, don't take this from me. This is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not trying to take anything. I'm just, I'm just sad I'm not having a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, my, that was my 21st. That wasn't a year. So anyway, yeah. Um, and I took loads of photos of them covering themselves in milk and fire. Yeah. And like the, they wanted to buy them off me. So it was, yeah, misremembering. Yeah. But yeah, we're on this um, train to go to New Year's Eve in Camden. And, uh, yeah, they really thought that, like, I was going to sell pictures of their friend vomiting because, I don't know, maybe they were, like, maybe they were rugby-ish. So maybe they were like, this could ruin his rugby career if people find out that rugby players drink alcohol and vomit. Like, uh, his career's over. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this one guy was, like, was really inquisitive. I was like, no, nah, mate, I'm just, you know, just having a laugh. It was quite funny. And um, <laughs> they sent other scouts out into the group that I was with to like inquire because i might be lying mm. <laughs> i went up to one of my mates and was like so why is your friend um you know taking photos of this guy vomiting is he a journalist or something and, <laughs> and my mate in his head just went that is the kind of thing that nick would just blatantly lie about yeah so yeah he's a journalist and as soon as he said he's a journalist, <laughs> like, we got rushed. <laughs> we got picked up and thrown around the carriage. Like, whoa, 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 I'm not a journalist. <laughs> Your mate said you're a journalist. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not taking flash photography throughout the whole ruckus. <laughs> I'm using it as a weapon. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, <laughs> just got off. Yeah, then there was. I think we got off at Charing Cross. We're like, all right, well, never mind. We're we're cool, right? Yeah, right. And then we just left. Yeah, <laughs> so I, only I had a bagel. The police. The reason <laughs> that's the why the police didn't get involved because nobody had a bagel. No bagels. <laughs> yeah. no. It wasn't anti-Semitic, so therefore the police didn't no. get involved. I, <laughs> I remember it getting to like some stupid hour in the morning after we'd but we'd been in Leicester Square. And then we've been we we walked into McDonald's at seven o'clock in the morning, or something like that. And then it was, we were getting like a train back to your house or something yeah. at eight o'clock. And you're what a guy, that yeah, you, one you of my old friends, talking yeah. shit all night. Um, 
When we say talking shit, we mean uh, talking bo- nonsense. Yeah. Like not yeah. like no, no, being not aggressive. Like not being aggressive. Yeah, he was just saying stuff that was just incorrect, but yeah. he thought he was really correct. And I finally just kind of snapped. I yeah. was just, I absolutely fucking laid into him for like an hour as we were on the train <laughs> the back whole to train ride back home. <laughs> Probably making it really awkward for everybody, but it was just like... I found, uh, I found it funny. I just remember, like, I think the trigger was something about Harrier jump jets. Something about a plane. It was like, yeah. I was saying that Harrier jump jets were a British invention. Yeah. Or that Harrier jump jets can take off directly upwards. They don't yeah. need a runway, which was their whole thing. And that was uh, unbelievable to my friend. <laughs> like one of those things, whether they were English or whether yeah. it was a play and therefore it needed a runway. Like, no, he's like, no, that's not how it works. Because <laughs> like, you pathetic, shriveling person. Why do you even think the things you do? Why do you care that anybody else might care? <laughs> just like, happy new year. <laughs> happy birthday. Just, happy so, bir- yeah, that was the birthday. Happy 21st. <laughs> slowly deflating as he went back like, all right <laughs> but he, he was a uh and then anyone who talked to him like passes by it was just like don't talk to him he's a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> i've spoken to the train and the train won't stop unless i say it does and you're gonna yeah. shut the fuck up for the whole train ride. uh the um the the uh, the Nintendo Switch came out last week. Oh yeah, and apparently it tastes awful. <laughs> yeah, did I talk to you about this? I might talk to someone else. No, about it. I found yeah, they, they coated it. it in some kind of poison <laughs> yeah, put, to stop people from eating like the cartridges. The cartridges they put like a <laughs> like a very bitter chemical in it. So when you taste them, when it's you lick stop them, babies from eating, stop babies it. eating it. But now it's it's spawned a whole. Pe- group of youtubers who are just like yeah it just tastes fucking awful doesn't it what was it was it like the cayenne pepper challenge or something just like eat, uh, eat cinnamon. a spoonful of cinnamon <laughs> yeah this cinnamon uh they've coated this cinnamon in this weird cinnamon chemical to stop people from eating in like uh in nintendo switch cartridges and it's just... <laughs> but it was just like immediately it was like well you know aren't consoles just all it's download a good idea. now stop no, eating it... your console <laughs> Is it a good idea? Like, do you need cartridges anymore? Like, everything's but, online now. You can. You don't need DVDs or discs. You can get iTunes and Netflix. Yeah, and it's just what Nintendo do. Then. They've always done it. Same with the Game Boys. Like, they just, did, did, did the uh, the GameCube, which the was like had stupid discs, think, small weird discs. Yeah, it was very it was delicious discs. discs. <laughs> <laughs> Not the slightest bit better. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, there were small discs and they had a square hole instead of a round one. So they, <laughs> so they couldn't be, like, copied. <laughs> Just to be annoying. Yeah. I like the GameCube, man. I don't know where it went. I, it had I lost a weird mine. controller, if I remember rightly. It wasn't All Nintendo's had weird though. ones. Like, yeah, N64, if you go back to like, it now. It's like, oh, you need three hands for this, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, N64 is now the most insane-looking controller I've yeah. ever tried to use, and I can't yeah. use it anymore. <laughs> no. Like, it was, I had big hands as a kid, and like <laughs> I managed to break my fingers into playing GoldenEye for ages. Yeah. And then Xbox came out, and I was like, wow, a massive controller for my massive hands. Yeah. And it was like, now everything's free. And then, yeah, now like, you just, you feel like you'd have to, like, break a Japanese girl's feet into the shape of an N- N64 controller in order for it to work. 
It's just fucking insane. Yeah, it is weird. I was always a PlayStation person, but you said those controllers are fucking weird for you now. Didn't I've got big hands. I've just yeah. got big hands. So it's, it means like if whenever I was playing the PlayStation, like, oh, you need small hands for them to be concaved inwards. Yeah. So like non-alpha males would be playing PlayStation <laughs> all the time. Hello. <laughs> no, it's just like the thumb. I didn't like the thumbsticks in the middle. Yeah, yeah Xbox yeah. has gotten a bit better now. You just you grow accustomed to it. Yeah. eventually. It's yeah. just it took me. I never had a PlayStation, so mm. I had a Sega. I had the I mean, Sega. I'm and still cool. I had a. I've still got a Sega, and if I go back to using those controllers, it's like it feels so fucking alien. Yeah, like, well, like you the don't, original Nintendo controller. You're there's like, nothing there to, to grip. It's just kind of in your hands, <laughs> yeah. and then there's buttons in places that are just odd. And there's like, just not enough buttons. Like, yeah. you've gotten used to using all of your fingers pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> doing lots of different things. Yeah, yeah. It's... No, you just need jump and punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm game. It's great. <laughs> well, like the controller before that was the arcade weird stick. Yeah, and it was two a, buttons. It a, yeah, it was a joystick. It's just like a stick and a button. That was the Atari. Yeah. Or a paddle, which was just a knob. <laughs> Did you see... Oh, yeah, it looks like a weird ball. Yeah. Did you see there's, there's the, there was a documentary on Netflix? Um, I can't remember what arcade game it was, but it was basically a game similar to Snake. It's like halfway between Pac-Man and Snake, right? Where this guy, when he was 17, held the record for like playing it four days straight. Mm. And getting the high score. So then, like, 30 years on, he tries to reclaim that record. <laughs> oh, is it like Donkey Kong or something? King of Kong? Um, I don't know. King uh, of Kong was a weird one, because it was a similar kind of thing, but it was with Donkey Kong, and it was a contested record. Like, there's lots yeah. of corruption at the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Edited video footage, well. and, like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, definitely wasn't Donkey Kong. It was some weird snake Pac-Man-y kind yeah. of game that... Yeah, just went on forever, and you see them like doing like marathons of this game. Yeah, and don't get me wrong; I've done I've marathoned games before. I think I, I do enjoy it, but like you just can't sleep for four days, like <laughs> to win. I don't know ten grand. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's good to win ten grand, but like you're ruining your body. Yeah, like completely. <laughs> like uh, I've been uh, nocturnal for like a week and a half, and only recently, and it's. Before I wouldn't really notice, but now you're like, no, this is having a lot of detrimental effects, yeah, both mentally and physically. <laughs> it's just like just sleep, yeah, sleep, wake up at the same time every day, go to bed at the same time every night, yeah, and just you know, just look after your body on the very basic level. Yeah, I I read um I read an article this week on um uh, fighters cutting weight, like in the days yeah. kind of like leading up to it. And like describing that the the lengths that they that they went to, and there was this um, the, the, a guy basically said he, like, he he was a fighter and he's prepping for a fight tomorrow, and in between now and tomorrow, he needs to lose something ridiculous like mm. twenty kilos, mm. and it's all just water. Yeah, yeah. So um, he would spend the whole time in a hotel room just sweating water out, mm. chewing ice cubes to stimulate saliva, and then spitting it all out, like <laughs> uh, j- just like, just horrendous like kind of levels. Yeah, yeah. And and he's he said, oh no, we we have uh, we have people like watching us and taking care of us and like doctors and things to make sure we don't go too far but there are people who've gone into strokes and like mm. and and it's just because um mma while it's commissioned isn't isn't regulated 
like it's, it's so that there aren't kind of these roadblocks in place to stop fighters like um kind of damaging themselves in in this sense but he was like if you go into a into a fight hotel like a like a, a hotel that's got booked, fights, isn't it? yeah next to the, next to the venue where they all stay if you like behind every door you will find a fighter who's in an almost catatonic state <laughs> Well, it's just weird. And then it's just for in the a weigh-in. day they regain twenty kilos yeah. in just water. Well, it's the same for bodybuilding. Like they would, it's just dehydrating yourself to make yourself lighter and to make your muscles look more lean. Yeah, you just dehydrate yourself. I mean, I took diuretics for a little while to cut a bit more weight. Yeah, um, when I was at uni, and like when I when I told someone I was on diet, like I told some of the gym members, oh yeah, I'm playing with diuretics. Like why? Yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to Egypt and I kind of want to have a you know. I want to be a bit more six packy. Yeah, but like we, well, you're gonna need water in Egypt. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and they just flush water out your system. And yeah, before the before because it's all about just the weighing. Because <laughs> like, yeah. it's not like we get weighed and then we fight. It's like we get weighed and then like in a week, yeah. we'll fight. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, yeah. Well, we'll just brood. You know. Yeah, lose everything in our body that we can possibly yeah. lose. It was like, if I'm an out... It's 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 the fact that it's not regulated and that the rules are so strict. Because he was like, if I'm an ounce overweight outside of this bracket, I lose 20 grand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, that's pretty serious. At this time of day, on this day specifically. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and he had to, to make the weight, he had to... Um, at the way and he had to go completely nude and take his trunks off and they were just there like holding a towel in front of him while he was getting <laughs> weighed it's like that is some fu- that's that's like to the wire that's fucking serious but it's just a gain of uh, an advantage of yeah. weighing more when it comes when to it the comes actual to the fight. fight yeah like and it will it will make a difference but yeah. like i guess you can kind of go if you're if that's the top level yeah. you should be giving it your all yeah, but it's like, eh, you know, it's maybe like, <laughs> I don't. But I think I think it's bollocks. Like, I think if you go from a state of, let's say, a state of complete starvation 24 hours ago and now in 24 hours time, you have to have a fight with a high level athlete. Mm. How can you possibly be at your best? The only way that it's even is the fact that you've both done it. Mm. But if you'd if you if you'd actually gotten rid of those restrictions and actually just been fighting properly in your actual weight class, it would surely be so much better, right? Like, well, you probably got experience of doing it. Yeah. In previous, it's kind of like, oh, this is just my cutting time. It would just it just feels like it'd be a lot more competitive if they were actually at peak physical condition because twenty four hours is not enough time to recover from that kind of shit. Yeah. You might put the weight back on, but like that's all you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what the time frame is on it, but yeah, they must have had experience yeah. doing it before to be like, yeah, 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 this is what I want to gamble all of my money on. Yeah. <laughs> my whole career and everything is based on this. Yeah. Let's do this. It's fucking nuts. And then you just get hit in the head and so many <laughs> fucking injuries and then the yeah. world turns on you. Like yeah. People don't like Ronda Rousey anymore. Uh, just because she's a hell she lost. a lot harder than I am. Yeah, well, it's, it's like you realise that if you fight, sometimes you lose, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what fighting lose. is. Yeah, yeah, and if you're really good and really popular and really famous, everyone's mm. like, I'm going to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to study how the to The better you are, you. the bigger the target on your back. Yeah. It's because just, everyone yeah. below you is just as competitive as you are. <laughs> Well, I think uh, I think she got knocked out pretty spectacularly. I think that her sec her after her first loss to Holly, 
Yeah. I think she came back and she was knocked out like in the first round. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a fucking, in- people look at go, it's easy. It's like, well, no, no it's like not. she slipped up once and she got destroyed. That's how it works. It's like, yeah. it's, it's a there pretty no, big no balancing act. mistakes. And like, she's not, she, she always won on, uh, she, she didn't always, she didn't often win on knockouts. Her thing was submission. So mm. she has to get you in a grapple in order to get to a grapple. You, you have to you have to outwit your to opponent's someone. striking game. Yeah. So if you're against someone who's a very good striker, what the fuck do you do? Well, you've got to think, you've got to um, hope that they make a mistake. I know very little about MMA, but yeah, I think the whole thing why she lost the first one against Holly was uh, Holly was really good with kicks. Yeah. So just kept her at a distance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like no, the longest limb of my body. Away. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not I'm not an expert on MMA. But, but yeah, like, people just but it's just people turning on them because now you're a loser. Fuck off. It's like <laughs> it's part of the you're whole insane. fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Just fucking uh, Yeah, again, people being told that they should like somebody because they're a winner or they should like somebody because their kids stormed into their interview <laughs> or whatever and and then they're like, Oh wait, now we don't like that anymore. Yeah. Now the crowd thinks that this person's a bad person. Yeah. Like, did you well, did you see the way he pushed his kid away? What a dick. <laughs> oh, you thought the Asian woman was a nanny, you're you racist. <laughs> so, well, no, we're not <laughs> it's not is, was that the nanny or the wife you racist <laughs> no you can't even ask that question well, yeah. should Bollywood have more white people shut up you racist <laughs> like, well is Ronda Rousey still pretty good no she's a loser <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ you just can't win no well I think Twitter's to I think Twitter was an interesting evolution in 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 social communication because like it's great that everyone can talk to everybody and uh, it's great to see that lots of these controversial conversations are occurring. Yeah. But it's weird that everything has to be succinct in 140 characters. Because yeah. that's all the context people now want. Yeah. Like um, um, Joe Rogan is doing something interesting. He's invited a comedian onto his podcast, uh, The Joe Rogan Experience, which is fucking like ridiculous. One of the biggest podcasts <laughs> that I'm aware of. Um, who posted a joke on Twitter which was hashtag a day without women. And is, and after that it was, ah, some peace and quiet at last. Yeah. And like some media, like the inside business journal or whatever, quoted it as like a racist joke <laughs> and like branded it as this whole horrible, this guy's, you know, disgusting. He's a yeah. racist. It's like, where's the race? <laughs> yeah. Why is he a racist? Just because yeah. you've said he's a racist does not mean he's a racist. Yeah. He didn't even use 140 characters. He used like 20. <laughs> it's like, if you don't get all of the context from that 140 characters, yeah. then it's irrelevant. You can only base it on those 140 characters. Yeah. And intention, and obviously unintentional. But yeah, people want their context given to them in as small a dose as possible because they want to know whether something is right or something is wrong. And it's just, this is all the context you can give us now. Yeah. So I'm not going to read multiple tweets. I'm not going to scroll. That's <laughs> not going to happen. So now when everyone, whenever anyone wants to tell me anything, it needs to have so many likes, so many favorites. Yeah. And has to be completely self-contained. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but what about complicated issues? There are no complicated issues. It's only complicated if you haven't thought it through. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Fucking yeah, weird. that's why. That's why essays around subjects are, are like. That's <laughs> why fucking PhD, fucking Look, whatever it was called. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, write your thesis in 140 characters. 
<laughs> in general, I agree with my original point. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Hashtag PhD. <laughs> Hashtag nine grand. <laughs> well, PhD is more, isn't it? Like seven years of PhD? Or is that a doctor? That is a PhD. It's, doctors are PhDs? Doctorate. Doctorate is a PhD. A, a doctorate is a PhD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a medical doctor. Oh, right. They medical don't get doctor. a PhD. Do no. <laughs> you, know, you don't get that. We'll call you a doctor, but you haven't got a PhD. You've got a medical license or something. It is a doctorate, isn't it? Does it class as a doctorate? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you don't feel like they'd get a degree. I mean, they probably do. <laughs> you just feel You're like... Not a real doctor. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you just feel that doctors just get slowly let into more rooms in a hospital, yeah. like some kind of role-playing game. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone to level three, yeah. junior doctor. <laughs> you can now access the second floor. You now have yellow key. You can enter yellow door. <laughs> now a resident. Yeah, you now have black AK-47. You have access to the whole hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking call back to the previous podcast you died of dysentery the guy miming a grenade being a pager <laughs> oh god my no, fucking pager's going off I need to get into the vault there's someone having a panic attack in the vault we don't know who even uses a pager anymore <laughs> <laughs> takes a pin out throws it in the room <laughs> For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.